Chinese interference in Canadian elections, Chinese interference in Canadian democracy. Now, these issues have really come to the forefront in recent years, thanks to the great work of people like Sam Cooper at Global News, but also the Globe and Mail newspaper. The last couple of days, the paper has published stories alleging widespread efforts by China to interfere in Canadian affairs. Everything from disinformation campaigns to actively supporting candidates who are more favorable to China. So to talk about what we know at this point and what the Canadian government is doing, if anything at all, is Akshay Singh, an international affairs and security scholar and research associate at the Centre for International Policy Studies at the University of Ottawa. Akshay, thank you for being back with us. Thanks for having me again, Simi. What do you think of these recent kind of revelations that the Global Mail has been talking about? Well, I think it adds a bit more color to something that we've been seeing happening in other countries, but more importantly, that we've also had happen in Canada in 2019, allegedly, according to the reports that you mentioned by Sam Cooper. Uh, I think it's concerning that we're talking about this level of foreign interference, but I'm not necessarily surprised by it, given some of our partners have alleged similar types of activities in their countries as well. So what do we know? Like, What kind of interference are we talking about here? So the latest reports from the Global Mail are talking about interference uh, in our electoral system. This is potential uh, foreign interference by people working on behalf of the Chinese government, diplomats, their proxies, and by proxies I mean people who are working on behalf of the Chinese government in an undeclared capacity to try and influence the outcome of uh, the election in 2021. Uh, through a variety of means uh, and also more recently the global mail reported that you know it's not just about elections it's about people in the business community for example and other sectors like academia that could be targeted from a foreign interference perspective through a variety of means like cyber intrusion bribery or even honeypots uh, that's sexual entrapment in some cases so should the government not be concerned about this I do think the government is concerned about it. I mean, uh, there are a couple of things that have happened. Uh, the site task force that has been mentioned by Global, uh, by the Global Mail um, has been stood up to monitor interference in elections. And we do have a couple of international um, intelligence partnerships with our Five Eyes partners, which through the Global Mail reporting, we've seen we've been sharing intelligence with them on foreign interference. So I'm assuming that we're talking to our partners about what we're seeing and trying to come up with ways to counter it. And CSIS has mentioned that it is briefing members of parliament as well as other officials on the threat of foreign interference. But I think the challenge here is um, this is such a large scale issue. It's so broad that it's difficult to tackle without um, a, a bit more focus and resources on the on the potential problem happening here. And it, it requires quite a consistent effort by multiple stakeholders in government to address the problem. And I think that's what we're going to see happen in the next few months, hopefully. Hopefully, right? That's the key word there. Do other countries deal with this differently? Like, how, how is it approached elsewhere? Yeah, I mean, um, I think the, probably the country that's been the most open and aggressive about it has been the United States. Uh, they're in a different uh, regulatory environment. They have a foreign agent registry. Uh, the FBI has been very aggressive in its prosecution of uh, alleged foreign interference. And they have laid charges on individuals. And they've also you know, PNG, this is, uh, you know, made persona non grata diplomats who've acted in activities that are linked to threat activities. Um, so I think, um, you know, the, the main challenge is devising something similar in Canada that doesn't uh, perhaps uh, go overboard. And I think that is a concern that people have that, you know, if we do develop our own foreign registry, is it going to be too aggressive? I think Australia did a great job in looking at what the US is doing and tailor made something that's uh, unique to their system, which is not that different from our system. But it took them about two years to do it, uh, if not a little bit longer, and thinking about how they want to do it. Right. So I do think work is being done here. The Minister for Public Safety has mentioned he's thinking about foreign agent registry. 
But I think in the meantime, uh, while we're reading these stories, we have to keep in mind that foreign interference is still happening in Canada and learning about these things will help us ultimately kind of see what's happening and hopefully counter it. Yeah. I mean, hasn't, haven't they been thinking about that foreign registry since 2021? It's already been almost two years. Well, there was uh, an initiative put ahead by a former conservative candidate uh, from the greater Vancouver area, Kenny Chu, um, but it did not get through parliament. I think the the official note that I've seen latest in the media is a couple of months ago, the minister mentioning that he's looking at bringing something to bear, but I'm not quite sure what kind of policy work is going on in the background. I think with government, unfortunately, sometimes things tend to be a little bit uh, slow, but probably for good measure, given that they do have to consult with a range of stakeholders to make sure they're not uh, devising something that's not good for our system. But I do think, based on what I've seen from CSIS as well as CSE, that there are steps being taken to try and educate people who are being targeted by foreign interference, uh, including by engaging with the diaspora as well as briefing politicians. So that's encouraging to me, and that's more than that's been done in probably the last three or four years. And I'm sure mm-hmm. that the next federal election will have many eyes on it. I would hope so. Uh, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks for having me, Simi. Take care. That's actually Singh, who's a research associate at the Centre for International Policy Studies at the University of Ottawa. And in fact, the Globe and Mail is reporting this morning as well that a, a Commons committee involving Conservative, New Democrat and Bloc Québécois MPs are demanding an investigation into these latest allegations because they want to definitely put it on the agenda of the government. So we'll keep you posted on that. If you want to weigh in, Simi at cknw.com.